from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. We are in the second hour of Thursday, April 25th's live broadcast, and I'm hanging out here on the airwaves with somebody who also had been way too long since we've had a conversation here on the airwaves and definitely want to do this more often. Darius Kelly, somebody who I always appreciated, respected, one of the guys that you can never forget when it comes to Syracuse football, at least from my opinion, because of the way that he treated me. Always a consummate professional, always smiling, good guy, always there for you. And, you know, just somebody that, that I really appreciate. So, you know, good people always have a place here on the show. And Darius Kelly is one of those people, former Syracuse defensive back and a current coach out in the world of Arizona now. We were talking about Arizona. We might have to do that with Darius here in a second. But let's bring him on to the air, Mr. Kelly. How are we doing today? Great, Dan. How you doing? Doing well, man. So what's, you know, bring us into life. I, last time you and I spoke, you're out at St. Anselm ha- helping out the DBs under Joe Adam, and then now you're you're back out in Arizona, back home, doing your thing. Tell everybody what these, these last couple years have kind of brought forward for you since leaving Syracuse. Yeah, I mean, it's been kind of a, a world tour when it, comes, when it comes since Syracuse. I mean, it's been, been some years, and obviously, you know, at, right after Syracuse and had an opportunity to do those couple of, uh, you know, mini camps out in Buffalo and out in San Diego, um, you know, kind of you know, went back home to Arizona, helped out with the high school. And, you know, when we talked about at St. Anselm, you know, Coach Joe Adam you know, gave me the opportunity to go out there to, uh, to Ma- out in Manchester, New Hampshire. So flew right back out east. Um, you know, had a great time there. Learned a lot under Coach Adam, you know, been obviously always been a you know a great mentor um, since day one, and he gave me that opportunity and learned a lot under them. And you know, I stepped actually stepped away from football for about you know a couple of months after my two and a half year spin at at Saint A's, and um, you know just you know just to rethink and you know recalibrate life and you know get things going in the direction you know that I wanted to get going, and uh, you know, I, and I'm I'm glad I did it. You know, and, and I was actually just, you know, talking to some of my kids yesterday, you know, you know, just making decisions and, you know, having to sometimes take a step back and, you know, figure out what's best in life. And, you know, sometimes it takes a little bit of recalibrating and going through a little bit of, you know, stumbles here and there. But, you know, once you get on track, you know, which I feel that I am now, you know, back in Arizona, head coaching at a, at a high school that's, you know, probably one of the better it is one of the better high schools as far as academically in Arizona. Um, I know in Tucson, Arizona, it is the best academic school. And athletically, it's a historically uh, the better, one of the better schools in this area. So, and, um, you know, I'm doing that and, and also working and, you know, working sales job and, and just coaching high school and, you know, getting both, both the best worlds, you know. Being able to, you know, coach and be around the game that I love and be around kids who – 
love the game and love being around me and being able to mentor and also, you know, being able to, you know, make good money in sales and, and doing those things and meeting new people every day. So it's it's been kind of a world tour, but, you know, I'm glad to be, you know, back in the in the Grand Canyon State down in Tucson, Arizona. So. And spe- speaking here with Darius Kelly, Darius, I got to ask you about your logo, that DK Gold. I feel like I want to. I mean, I'm DT, but I feel like I kind of want you to make one, and I want to wear a chain with it. I mean, where? Tell <laughs> tell me tell me about this this little crest that you have. Yes. Yeah, so, so I'm, I mean, coaches and my teammates, you know, they always call me call me DK, and uh, you know, that's been my nickname, you know, for a while. And uh, you know, it's a little brand thing. That's all it is, Dan know how it is just just put a little brand on yourself and uh and just that's my nickname and i just i just saw that and i really liked it you know it's just not too much behind it but you know a nickname and a little bit of a little bit of branding you know you know darius kelly you know hopefully one day that'll be a name that that means more than just darius kelly and i you know that's what i'm striving for every day you know those those two two letters i want to stick around for a long long time and it'll be more than just just a name, but more of a, a brand type type deal. So, yeah, man, nothing more than that. Well, and it's, I mean, it's obviously something awesome. And, and you know, I mean, you like you said, hopefully the name means more and you know broadens out. And it's, I mean, Walt Disney did it with Walt Disney World. And I I decided when they said, you know, what are you going to call your company? I said Dan Tortora Broadcast Media. Put your name on the door. Believe in it. Have it be something. And you know, and not just something for me, but something for my kids someday, something for, you know, nieces and nephews, something for other people coming up in the business that, you know, want a road that has morals and values and, and positivity. So, you know, it, it is, you know, it, it, I respect it. I appreciate it. I always felt like you and I were cut from the same cloth. So, you know, DTDK, I like it. We just got to, we, we got to make me a gold crest. I mean, I thought I did so, some good things with logos, but I don't have a gold crest. So I, <laughs> I have to get myself one of those. But I, I speaking here with Darius Kelly on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, I want to ask you about Catalina. Now, first and foremost, when I hear Catalina, I think of the wine mixer from Step Brothers. And I, and I also, when I hear Catalina, just sounds like something beautiful. I'm looking at this Falcons football page on Twitter and those amazing mountains that are behind it. What's it like being out in Catalina with this Falcons football team? Let everybody know about this team. Oh man, I mean you. When you pull up to the school and uh, pull up to that area, it's it's tucked away in the back in the back side of Tucson. Um, you know, it's it's Catalina foothills, and you, the school is right on the foothills of the mountains. And you know, you go up there, you see you see houses up on you know hills, and you know the view is just amazing. I mean, as you can see in some of those pictures. It's it's no there's no better view, and and out of Tucson, Arizona, it sits up at the top side of everything you see down onto the valley, and you know that part alone, you know, even when I was growing up here, Catalina Foothills has always been, you know, one of those places where, you know, it's it's a beautiful sight to see, and you when you drive up there, it's you know it's tucked away, but if you're far enough away in the, in the valleys of Tucson, you look up, you see, you see this school and you see the area of Catalina, but you know, this school, you know, I took this, this, this place, this job, um, one, because, you know, 
the athletic director Ryan and the the principal Jody Brazi and you know they they were just great people that I got to meet and um, but you know like I said this place has always been a place that I've known growing up in this area and academically like I said before it is the number one school in this area as far as testing even over the some of the private schools in this area um, academically and you know it's it's the it's the number one public school in this area but academically it's like a private school and and that that kind of pushed me towards this area and you know being able to get to these kids who you know some of them they come from to- totally different areas you know some you know coming from f- more fortunate some come travel don't have father figures you don't have this but in that but this you know this place is is really i haven't been here too long but it's really starting to become special and and learning some of these kids their stories and you know where are they from and you know it, it just it reminds me a lot of myself and some of them and you know you know it's it's a it's a great place to be it's a it's there's not too many places in tucson arizona that i would coach there's not too many places that i would um, come back to and coach and you know this was to me a no-brainer when it came to wanting to be a part of Catalina Foothills High School. That coming from Darius Kelly and, and, and being able to, to coach this and, and, and to have this opportunity to mold young minds I mean obviously you, you've been a player you've been an assistant to be a head coach to be a leader what does that mean to you? It means a lot you know um, I mean it means a lot even to me, you know, just because, you know, some of the things that, you know, I've struggled with coming up through life and some of the things that I've gone through and, you know, had to break through barriers and, you know, and make mistakes, learn from them, you know, it, that part alone, you know, it's, you know, just come a long way, you know, even, you know, sometimes even taking steps back, you know, and, and it just, taking steps back and being able to keep going forward you know and that's that's some of the things that you know i i look back at my life and i'm just like you know wow you know you've come a long way um being able to you know give back to me is is important you know i feel i'm doing this these things for the right reason and you know just after the talk i had with kids yesterday you know about just about life you know, just about life and their decision makings, makings, and it's just that part alone. And you know, the feedback I got for them is, is it made it all worth it. You know, you know, just telling them my story and telling them, you know, what it's going to take, and and just being real. That's that's all kids want these days. They want somebody who's going to be real with them, somebody who's going to understand what they're going through. You know, because it's it's tough. Like I said, it's it is tough to be to do the right thing in this day and age it is it is it's tough i don't care what anybody says you know making the right decision every every day of your life is going to be tough and you know that's that's something i i want these kids to know you know it's it's not easy i don't care what anybody says like it's too much going on around you there's too much negativity going on in this day and age and to do the right thing every day it's, it's tough, and I, I I expect them 
everyone to attempt to do the right thing every day, but I know that it's 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 not going to be easy, and you're going to make mistakes, and they just want to be understood, you know. And to me, that's that's the greatest thing that I bring, you know, to the table with these kids is just understanding because I've made mistakes, you know, I've done things and that I know I shouldn't have done, and and I'm I know that you know there's there's light on the other side of the road of you know being in trouble and and you can always you know take a step back and, and be able to recalibrate in life and and there's always light at the end of the tunnel and and I, I really want you know the kids and everybody around me to just know that you know we got to understand these kids more we have to love them and you know and treat them and treat them like you would want to be treated coming up you know as one thing I've, i learned from um, you know, Coach Adam is, you know, you know, berating kids and and yelling at them and pointing the fingers. You know, you're not going to get much out of them. You're not. You're going to turn them away. You're going to push them away. You're going to get more out of a kid just just loving them, treating them with respect, because they're going to respect you and do everything that you ask them to do. And that, and that's you know what I've seen out of these kids so far. Everything that I've asked, everything that I put in front of them, they have done. You know. I mean, I had to have a talk yesterday because we had a couple guys, you know, they made mistakes. They made mistakes. And that, and I had to actually shut practice down and sent them home. And that was, that's, I didn't run them. I didn't yell. I didn't curse. I simply had a talk and the feedback I got from them was, Coach, I appreciate you. And I'm sorry, you know, for all the things that I've done. And I love you. And I'm, I'm going to do everything I can to make this right. And that there alone is, is what you want out of a team. They just, they understand that I understand them. So, yeah, yeah. that's, yep. That's tremendous, man. And, and that, see, but that that's the beauty of it. And that's that's the difference. And, and you know, everything you just said, I mean, that's that's the real. That's what people need. They need that, they need that real life. They need that feel. They need somebody who can talk to them about what they've been through and what they've gone through, what they've seen, what they've felt, what they've heard. You know, people, and I say it on the show all the time. And I tell people all the time, I was like, listen, and I had said it to somebody recently here. I, I was like, I can go into a room and I can say, did you ever want to disappear? Did you ever want to go to an island and be gone? Have you ever thought about ending your life? Have you ever thought that the things in front of you were too hard? Have you ever been bullied? And I can look them dead in the eye and go, me too. I have too. I've been there too. And, and yesterday, I did a, a show with one of our local high schools, Liverpool Girls Lacrosse Team. And I walked in there, and one of the girls that was sitting there, she goes, didn't you come and speak to my class a few weeks ago? Weren't you the guy that came up there and spoke? And I was like, yeah. She was talking about the, it was a, it was one of the classes that they had, and I was like, yeah, I was there. And and this is like, you know, three, four, five weeks later that she remembered that. And for me, it's like, okay, then hopefully that was something positive, that we imparted something good, that we gave something back, something memorable, something that made you smile or think or or, you know, take a moment by yourself and just really get around. Because, as I said, Darius, you know, you and I are cut from the same cloth. And to help somebody else have a better upbringing than maybe you did, or to help somebody else to have a better road to their career than maybe you did, or to help somebody get around bullying or get around, you know, thoughts of, 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 of taking their own life or not wanting to be here or, you know, going home and not having support at home. You never know what somebody else is going through. And that is why how you treat every single person that you come into contact with, 
on the road, at the bank, in the grocery store, at a game, in your office, it is imperative that you treat other people with respect, that you listen, that you hear what they have to say, and that you do your best in response to that. We're not perfect. Like you said, it is so hard to do the right thing every time. It is so hard to be the good guy, especially in a world where it seems like people like the bad guy. But you have to, to me at least, have a strong enough faith to look up and say, God, what would you want me to do? What's your opinion of me? I don't care about what social media thinks of me. I don't care about what my my ex-girlfriend thinks of me. I don't care what the guy down the street thinks of me. What do you think of me? And to, to be honest enough with yourself to ask that question and to be honest enough with yourself to hear that answer... I think is is that's paramount because it is hard to go through life these days. But I think if you have a faith, if you have a God, if you have a good support system, if you have people around you that love you and appreciate you, and if you can be honest with yourself and you can try your best every day and put your head on the pillow, then you're doing what you need to do because not everybody's going to like you. And a constant reminder to me is the cross that I wear on my chest. And I tell people all the time, you can believe whatever you want to believe and listen to the show. I'm never going to tell you you can't be Jewish, Muslim, Protestant, Baptist, Catholic. Do whatever you want to do. But for me, the cross that I wear on my chest reminds me every single day that no matter how bad my day is or how many people spit on me or tried to do this to me or that to me, they didn't make me walk with a cross, put thorns on me, whip me, throw stones at me, spit on me, stab me, and, and nail me in the sun. They didn't do that. And that was to a perfect human. So, you know, I, I think for me, it's, you know, we all have strife. And when we go through it, we think it's only us. And that's where I think it's important to reach out to somebody and to go, you know, I've been there. I've been there. I've been at the window wanting to jump out. I've been in that moment of this world is too hard. Because that's what these kids need to hear. They need to hear that other people, especially people who are successful and have pushed themselves, even people that, are, that aren't, that are in the middle of it. They need to know that it's okay to not be perfect, and they need to know that it's okay to hurt because the world is going to hit everybody, and you have to have that support and that love around you. And I know that that was long-winded, but I just kind of coming off what you said inspired me, and you know I feel like there's a lot of good that can be done in this world and is done in this world. We just have to spotlight it a little bit more. Absolutely. Absolutely. No question. No question. I was actually sitting down with um, my fiance last night and we had this talk about, you know, those same things. And, you know, just the influence that we have on these kids, you know, just just us being there, you know, is, is enough. But we have to show them, you know, that. It, the real we have to show, continue to show them the real and just be a real person and and you know don't hide don't hide the pain or hide the things that you have gone through in life you know because you never know who, who you can impact just just by speaking and, and letting them know like you said that you're not alone it's important it's important yeah no it definitely is and shout out to you for having a a woman in your life, a significant other in your life where you can have these conversations with because that is not easy to find, Mr. Kelly, and I'm sure you know that. Yes, sir. Absolutely. So Absolutely. can we give her a shout-out? What's her name? Uh, Deanna. Deanna Johnson. When is the wedding? Uh, we haven't said it yet, said it yet Dan. Um, okay. 
it's been it's, it's real refit oh okay so, so you popped no, the question no. though i did i did how did you do it i gotta know <laughs> uh with the family um you know over over family games and uh i did it that way with the family and at home at the house so we did it that way all right, fair enough, fair enough. And the only other one I got to put you on the spot for on live radio is, am I invited to the wedding? Because that's important. Always, always, Dan. No question. Is it going to be in Arizona? Oh. Um, I'm pretty sure it will be, man. It's it's just a it's just a beautiful scenery. The weather, you can count on it. You know, the weather, you can count on it most right. of the time. It, it it only rains in a certain portion of the year around here, and it and it, when it rains, though, it rains. Okay. Call it the monsoon season, but other than that, you can count on the weather here. All right, fair <laughs> enough. It'd be my first trip to Arizona, I'll tell you that much. But I, I've been told to go out there a lot. But you know, for you, Mister Kelly, I'll make a trip to Arizona. You know that. Yeah, they call this they call this God's country. It's beautiful. I heard nothing yeah. but good things about Arizona, but. I got to get myself out there. So, all right. Well, that's, I mean, that, that's a, that's a good thing. I want to, I want to get to something about Arizona though, too. We were talking about a little bit earlier here. It seems like the Arizona Cardinals have no connection to their head coach. It seems like the Arizona Cardinals have no connection to their quarterback. It seems like the Arizona Cardinals are willing to get rid of anything not named Larry Fitzgerald. Do they draft Kyler Murray with the first pick? Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, Kyler Murray, an amazing athlete. Um, I think I think more athletes and, you know, and bring Arizona football back, you know, I mean, it's, they had it rolling for a little while. I mean, I think Kyler Murray would definitely help them out probably in every aspect. And, you know, and I think of, you know, all the other quarterbacks that were athletic and run and throw. You know, it just it'll bring more excitement, I think, around this area back to the Arizona football, you know, because, you know, I know from a lot of fans around here and people I know, the Cardinal fans, it was a tough year last year for them. Yeah. You know, and I think bringing in someone like Tyler Murray um, would bring the excitement back, uh, back to Arizona football. And I think that's. That's right now. I think that's what's important. You know, they got to bring the excitement. I think it'll bring even excitement to the locker room. I mean, even though guys, you know, even though they're they're pros and they've been around those guys a long time and seen, you know, guys like Fitzgerald walk past them in the in the locker room. But you know, this is a Heisman Trophy winner <laughs> walking through your walking through your uh, your locker room. You're gonna expect more out of him, and you're gonna try to pick his brain. And and I I do think you know bringing in more people like like Kyler Murray would not only help the team but just bring more excitement back to to Arizona football so yeah I, I say go for it <laughs> I say go for it I mean why not all right man. back to this area all right interesting interesting take there on Kyler Murray I don't know if I'm sold on him being a franchise quarterback but interesting <laughs> take I do want to do this really quick with uh, Darius Kelly here on wake up call with Dan Tortora rapid fire where I get to ask you questions that have nothing to do with football. But here's the thing, Darius. I am the interviewer who likes to throw myself on the hot seat. I don't know a lot of people that do this, but typically when you ask questions, you don't like to, you don't like to be when, – when you're the one asking, you don't like to be asked 
questions, but I like I, I like it to go both ways because it's got to be fair. So I'm going to ask you three. You get to ask me three. So it's hot seat time, and we're going to go back and forth here. I'll ask you first. I'm going to ask anything in the world here. All right. So Darius Kelly, what is the best date? You know, I feel like you're in a ro- I feel like you're a romantic. I feel like you treat a lady right. So what's the best date that you've you've ever done? I'm not gonna get you in trouble. So what's the best date you've ever done with this with this lady? What would you say to me about your most romantic night out, so to speak? Um, I would call it night. It was during the day. Picnic. Okay. I made everything. Um, put in the basket, and you know, kind of laid out all the foods that you know she likes, and out in the park. Just had a, a day in the park, picnic style, made everything, basket, flowers, juice, candy, chips, all you name it. It was all there. That's awesome. That's yeah. good stuff. Yeah. That's good stuff. I thought I was a romantic. I got to step my game up. <laughs> all right. All right, Derek. You know, I, th- I, th- I thought I was doing it. You know, that's the thing about life, man. I thought I was doing it right. And apparently I got to do it up a little bit bigger because I like to cook, but I'm not making no egg salad sandwich going out to some park somewhere. I need to get my game on. So, all right. What's your first question for me? First question. Um, childhood cartoon. Favorite one. Oh, man. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the original. Oh, okay. The original. That's why I'm obsessed with pizza. So I, I would give it up. And that's why, and, I, and I'm Michelangelo through and through. My favorite colors are green or orange. I'm MC Mikey. That's just how it is. So I, I would say the turtles. My second question for you, Mr. Kelly, is who is the most inspirational person in your life? You know, that's, that's a tough one. Um, you know, I'd say, you know, right now, you know, I have a long list, man. I can go on, and I, the first person that comes to mind is, you know, my mother. Who I, she inspired me up until the day she passed. But I would say, um, you know, my dad. You know, my dad is 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 definite inspiration. Um, you know, just knowing his, his story, his upbringing, and being able to go through all the things that he's gone through as a child and, and being the man and the leader that he is today is definitely an inspiration. It's unbelievable. You know, I go, I go back home and, you know, it's always good. If like I go to a barbershop and people are like, Oh, that's your dad. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, uh, that's Mr. Kelly TK. I'm like, yeah, that's my dad, you know? So he's, he's definitely, um, definitely an inspiration to me for sure. My dad. That's yeah. awesome. Mom and dad. Yeah. Nothing better. Yeah. All right. What do you got for me? Let's see here. Um, all right. Your first car that you drove in high school, what was it? It was or a did you have one? It was a white and black Honda CRV and I named her Rhonda the Honda. <laughs> so <laughs> Ronda the Honda. Ronda the Honda. I had that car for eleven years, bro. That was that was like that car was that car. We I sold we sold that car with hundred and ninety three thousand miles, and a family bought it. Like that car's probably still driving today. It's insane. I love that car, man. I got dude. I love Hondas, but that was that was my base. See, the one I got now is all black, and it's got like a chrome look in the front, and so it look it actually looks like the face 
of one of my favorite Marvel characters. So I've always had girl cars, but the car I got right now is the Black Panther. So love it. Yeah, dude, love it. Loved it. So I'm gonna, I, that's going to be my last question. If you could be any superhero, who would you be and why? Any superhero, man. Okay. Uh, Let's see here. That's a tough one, man. Um, Superhero. I would say probably Flash. I would have to say Flash. All right. I like that Um, because he's my favorite DC character. (laughs) Yeah. Flash, being able to just go, rip, run, kind of just be in one place and be in the next really fast. Yeah, I would. I would have to go with Flash. Um, you know, as a kid, I would always wear like a Flash shirt, and I, I would have to say Flash. All right, yeah. I like that. I feel that. Yeah. All right, what's your last one for me? Last one. I guess I have to go back to you, man. Um, I know I, have, I don't know if I can turn your question back on you. It's just yeah, you, you know what's in what's in what's inspired you, and who has inspired you to be who you are, and you know, in your profession and what you're doing what's inspired you to be to to get to where you want to do right now well I think it's funny uh in my in my family I got great people in my family I'm gonna preface that but I had some people in my family try to quiet me I had some people in high school try to quiet me I had some people in my professional life try to quiet me and I said I was like the (laughs) I said I had I guess I had the ultimate revenge because I speak for a living so I mean, I would say, I would say, you know, I was inspired to stand up because I was knocked down. I was inspired to stand up because my Lord and Savior was knocked down. So, I mean, I would say my biggest inspiration is God. I would say my mother, uh, my grandmother, G-Mama, lived to be a hundred and a half in nine days, giving her all of that because she fought for it. So, you know, she inspires me to this day. My grandfathers both passed away when I was six. 27 years later, they've inspired me still. I think about them every single day. Uh, I would say my grandmother inspired me because I talked to her about everything. I asked her advice all the way to 100 years old, and she just taught me so much. She taught me the value of time. She taught me the value of little things like playing a, a card game. She taught me the value of sitting and having lunch together. You know, I, I didn't have a cell phone and all this technology and stuff growing up like like the kids have now. It was about, you know, sitting in the sun and just letting God hit your face with that. You know, it was about swimming in the pool. It was about playing cards. It was about sleepovers and talking at night and saying your prayers and having a sandwich with grandma and, and watching her make it and helping her make it. So, you know, she taught me everything that's important in my life. And... You know, my prayer, my hope is that I that is that I will meet a woman that has a lick of who she is, has has a speck of who she is. And, you know, then my mom, my mom is a fighter. My mom has been knocked down a million times and she's never stopped. She's always put me first. She has always fought for me. She's always fought for uh, taking care of me. Uh, she was a mom who worked a full time job, dropped me off at school picked me up from school, helped me do my homework, came on all the school trips, was one of the, you know, like uh, one of the the parents that was always there for everything. She 
talked to me about girls. She talked to me about friends. She talked to me about school. She, when I had a bad dream, she sang to me at night. She read me my books growing up. You know, she taught me the value of, of cleaning up after yourself. She taught me the value of cooking for yourself, of being self-sufficient. She, you know, constantly would always, you know, build up my flame and never snuff it out. And, you know, it's, it's she's not perfect. I'm not perfect, but she's always been there. And, uh, and, and she just, you know, the, the amount of love that she's given is like having like five moms. So I would say my mom, my grandmother, God have inspired me. And, you know, dude, I just, I feel young, you know, I like, I mean, I'm 33. I don't, I don't feel whatever, you know, I just, I feel like I'm just a young spirit. I love being here. You know, I love being back in church. I love going to Bible study. I love meeting new people. I love telling people stories and bringing people together. I love the fact that, you know, you try so hard to do something good in this world, and then you just see the, the, the benefits of that. You know, you see that you and I met each other years and years ago, and, I'll, and I send you a text message like, hey, man, want to have you on the show? And you're like, yeah, when? Like, that type of stuff makes you feel not an ego. It, it, it makes you feel like, you try so hard to do good in this world, and when good people make time for you, that's where you're like, you know, I feel like I'm I'm doing something. And, you know, life's been hard the last six months. I'm not going to lie to anybody. Life's been hard. Uh, it's been confusing. You know, I think the dating world is horrifying, so God bless you for having a fiancé. I, uh, you know, but but I, uh, I, I just, I, I think I've, I've learned so much. I've grown so much. And I, I always, I always complain to God when he throws me in the fire and then I let it burn me and then my skin heals. And then I start screaming in that fire. I flex my muscles and I go. So it's like the worst thing in the world. And then it's the best thing. And if anybody knows anything about me now, the worst thing you can do to me is throw me in a fire, try to drown me, any of that, because I will use every element to my advantage and what won't kill me will definitely make me stronger. So, uh, I'm just I'm just a different human, man, and and I I thank God for that. I thank my mom. I thank my grandma. I thank people like you, and uh, yeah, I mean I think you inspire me. The stories inspire me. The good people in this world that God's put around me inspire me, and I could not be more thankful for what I have. And I look forward to the day where I can share that with somebody. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, love it. So, love it. so take that world. <laughs> so, but but uh, always. Always yeah. positive, man. You got you got to be, you know. Yep. So that yeah. co- that coming from Darius Kelly, the man who has a crest that's prettier than Diddy's, is here with us this morning. And uh, Darius, I appreciate you. I thank you as as always. And I'm gonna have you back on very soon. You are an inspiration, and and you you know you 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 really are a godsend. And I just hope that you know that in your daily life. I appreciate that, Dan. You as you as well. You as well. Always. Always have a place with me, no question. Well, you have yourself a good day. I mean, I'm going to look forward to that invitation to Arizona. So, Yes, sir. No question. <laughs> All right, man. Be, be good. I'll talk with you soon. All right. You too. Take care. All right. That coming once again from Darius Kelly here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. Honestly, man, I, I have... I have been very blessed in my life and I feel very appreciative and I I feel very thankful. I feel very thankful 
for what I've had around me. And I hope that you have good people around you too. And if you don't, get them. Bring them around you. They're, the only thing you can take with you in this life is the relationships that you make and the memories that you have. That's the only thing that you can take. So make sure that you surround yourself with people that make you better every day and that love you in your weakness and love you in your strength and love you in between. All the people that want to be with you when everything is good, leave those people. Leave them where they are. Pray for them. Leave that where it is. Be with the people that that hear your pain and will be there for you no matter what. Surround yourself with good. I just, I don't have words. I just feel like people like Darius Kelly remind me why I do what I do. 